0: Cool 97 97. Radio. Radio.
1: Live on the Nation School at School 97 (laughs) FM. DJ Dre, Andre, and Andre.
2: Andre's here, supposed to be. He's right there. (laughs) 25 year old, 25 year old boy. (laughs) <laughs> I'm getting younger I'm
1: telling you Yes Mr. Dre Was it Was it yesterday That I saw you Was it yesterday Mr. When you see cheese, Happy as a lark <laughs> <laughs> Look well rested Oh gosh So good to have you Andre Thank you much And as I told Dre and our listeners Before that uh, You celebrated 25 years of togetherness with your lovely wife Renee Uh, yes so all the best and um 25 years more you can just imagine and some more it was the other day that you were saying it was 23 and before we look around uh, two years later (laughs) Mm. yeah time is really flying yeah right. And speaking of time tonight, we have a very interesting topic, a topic and a word that is on the lips of just about everybody everywhere all over the world. And we're talking about depression. Right. And tonight we're going to be giving you some tips. As to how you can cope with depression. Coping with depression is imperative um, during this time. And as always, all time, but more so during this time. So Andre, I'm going to ask you to run in with the um, introduction. Okay. You know, depression
3: literally has been around for many, many years now. At least over 2000 years and it is a worldwide phenomenon and it affects individuals of all ages Mm -hmm. it appears to also be affecting. there's there's an increase rather in um teenagers and their um, ability to manage or cope with depression and definitely as far as young adults is concerned um, it is estimated that over 30 to 40 million people in the United States alone that is impacted or affected by depression. It is commonly known as the common call <laughs> of mental disorders and has been called the most widespread, serious and costly psychiatric disease affecting people humankind today. Let me say it again. The most widespread, yes, COVID-19 can't come in the shoes. Hmm. The most widespread, serious, and costly psychiatric disease affecting humankind today, worldwide. And so, this is why, by and large, we need to have a conversation or maybe another conversation, and another conversation about how do we cope, because make no mistake, we are all going to find ourselves dealing with depression in some way, form or fashion. I do agree that only a doctor can make certain diagnosis. Mm-hmm. but um, you don't need a doctor to tell you if so you have cold. <laughs> mm-hmm. and remember what we said you know. it is known as the common call of mental disorders so uh, uh, as a of fact I'm going to go ahead and share with you some of the signs and symptoms that you can um, look for and the chances even recognize that I might have this call and then need either some kind of verification uh, you know, from a doctor to say yes I'm happy you came to see me because you, don't, you not only have the cold but you have the flu mm-hmm. and so what we need to understand is that disappointments and losses and rejections and failures they will come to everyone and uh, these lead to periods of unhappiness and discouragement but that is not depression so, what does depression constitute? What are the, the symptoms of it? When you find that you that there is a loss of interest mm-hmm. in pleasurable activities, that is a sign. Or even abnormal psychomotor skills, and, and I'm talking about you, you, you can't stand up good, literally you're, you're having dizzy spell. Um. Weight loss, or even gain, finding that you're binge eating, mm-hmm. um, fatigue, or even low energy,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and and it doesn't matter what anybody say, says to you, you pretty much want to be by yourself, um, and and nothing anybody says to you also will all will motivate or energize you. Also suicidal thoughts. We start to think uh, about why am I here? Or why do I even need to be here? Um, To what extent? Nobody cares for me. Nobody loves me. And so, in light of love being showered on you, you still feel unloved. Not to mention poor concentration. Um, So... You, you, you're, you're having a lot of accidents. Um, people have to, you're, you're daydreaming actually, and people have to be drawing your attention to their conversations. Um, you run the, the red light, mm-hmm. hitting people. Um, not to mention, you're not, you're not sleeping properly mm-hmm. because you're having intrusive thoughts. Mm-hmm. Whole if a nightmare that makes no sense. Um, you're hallucinating, um, you, you know, you're paranoid, you're, you're full of anxieties, uh, you're, you have feelings of guilt and definitely sadness. All of what I just mentioned, constitute by and large the symptoms of clinical
0: depression. Mm-hmm. And, so, and
3: so that's why, when we look at these things, um, wow you know maybe it's by maybe it is high time we just start to say yes it look like I'm having these symptoms so I need to go and see a doctor um so that I can overcome some of these things
2: all right question um, question though andre yeah is it is it that if you feel one even one of these um, symptoms then that's the At that point, you call out for, you know, you try reaching out to a doctor, or is it that you have to feel like a certain amount?
1: Prolonged. Uh, Excellent Like a
2: certain amount of time and a Mm -hmm. certain amount of symptoms?
3: Both of them. Mm -hmm. So you answered your question a while ago. Excellent. Okay. So so (laughs) if you find that you're going through over five of these things, probably give about 10 or 12 a while ago. Mm-hmm. Do ask me to remember. To, to you know. I mean, I can I can I can tell you some.
2: <laughs> Do you know some of them? Yeah, right. I can tell you some. Insomnia, hypersomnia, weight loss, appetite. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I have them written down. Fatigue, Ooh. loss of energy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um. Hopelessness, guilt uh suicidal thoughts that is yes. yes um Poor concentration yeah can't concentrate. yeah um sadness not leave out sadness sadness yeah big one big mm-hmm. one um, Dizzy spells
1: aches and pains
2: here and there losing pleasure <laughs> yeah. in in normal activities, activities or activities Interfere, that we like, used yeah. like doing
1: yeah. 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 I think he's writing a paper over there. <laughs> yes, you know? yes. But excellent. But, but
3: but you're right that you would need to experience, and I'm going to say a minimum of five, um, in a particular sitting and setting. And if you find that it is persisting, I want to say for at least three days. If at three days you find that, no man, I'm saying it's best if you go into a doctor and say, hey, this is happening to me. And the doctor says, don't worry about it. Rather than you say, um, you know, I'm good. And yet you mouth say you're good, but your actions remain the same. And no matter what anybody said to you, you still find that the outcome is one and the same. So, come c- come you this? Know? it's that like you need motivation to get you to do anything. You know, you know, I'm beard. Seriously,
0: mm-hmm. didn't
3: even put that one in. But, but, but and, and that's why the the, the, the um. So you, there's no need to you, you look disheveled, um, quite untidy. Uh, you don't want to go to work.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, you're withdrawn. Right, so, so we'll add up a, a couple more right there. So mm-hmm. you don't but, want to but, see but,
1: sun, sun. You'd lock up. You don't want to see but, the sunlight. The sunlight this, is too bright for you. Right? Yeah, you don't want to go out. You just right. just want to be locked so, away. So if you keep on saying I'm okay, but yet,
3: um, what you, the, the, as we said, the loss of interest in pleasurable activities, um, let all of those things be a telltale sign that, hey, um, something needs to be done. No, the, the sad thing, to say Andre mm-hmm. and Anne, is that you don't, you, you're in a place where you're not even, you're in a dark place. Sorry to use that word, but it's true. You're in a dark place and it's coming like you really don't want to hear from the body. It's coming like you really don't want to hear from the body. And so even to get you to the doctor, to make that prognosis or diagnosis can even be problematic mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but is there so we we'll uh, talk about the, the pain the, yeah maybe we need to talk about the solution
1: right we're going to look at the solutions i just i yes. just want to ask a question for clarification for our listeners Are there degrees of um, depression? Because, you know, you may have a mild and then you may have something that is more severe. Are there degrees? And can you kind of expound on that?
3: The degrees of depression, um, literally, while it constitutes everything that I'm saying there, the degrees of the depression is measured by whether or not these things have made have immobilized you. Mm-hmm. So if you want to know how far-fetched uh, um, as far as the degree of depression is, look at whether or not all of these things that we mentioned, look at the extent in which it has immobilized you. So that's how you can, and that's the, that's the, that's the layman term, the layman way. Because it's best if we say something for our audience can relate to that, mm-hmm. and give them some highfalutin statements and whatever. Mm-hmm. So let me let me answer it that way. The degree of depression is uh, regulated by by the extent to which everything that we mention immobilizes you. That so if you feel if, if everything we mention. You feel not only attack, but you now you feel that you can't even move. Then it means that, you, you know, the degree is much higher. The degree of depression is, is, is severe then.
1: Mm-hmm. So you move from mild to severe.
3: So you move from mild to severe.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Mild depression now is where you do recognize these things, especially from a cognitive standpoint, but it is not um, immobilizing you. In other words, you can still move. You can still probably crack a smile here and there. You, you might have just been intrusive thoughts, but at least you are aware what is happening to you and you are prepared to take advice from someone to go and l- look about yourself so that it doesn't get any worse.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So,
3: yes, so I hope that
1: helps. Yes, it does. Uh, I'm sure it does um, for our listeners. So let's move on into the... Coping um, strategies, coping with depression. How are some ways that we can, you know, start in terms of moving into coping?
3: Okay, I have ten ways, but it's, but it's not a comprehensive list. It's just ten ways. For well, practical and purpose, there might even be two hundred ways. Wow. But right now, I'm sharing ten ways. The first I want to introduce is to have faith. The first, person one is, is to have faith. Because if you don't believe in something higher than you, then you are still going to be relying on you to overcome your challenges. So you have to have faith. You have to have faith. A belief system that is higher than you that you can call on, and I oftentimes say faith in God. Um, and so, so by the way, and this is just one way. I'm not saying it's the only way. So we're going to mention another nine. So if somebody says, "But I don't believe in God," well, you don't use it then,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: right? So, but but I'm just saying it does not limit. Um, or make any less this mechanism, because we have found that it is it has been quite useful for many many folks, especially much, in our culture. Very much so to to to, to overcome their depression.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, I'm reminded of I can share three no well, four passages with you from the Bible. Philippians four eleven to to thirteen says. I am not saying this because I am in need. For I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. <laughs> right? Look at that. So, as far as Paul is concerned, he says, "I learned to be content." And maybe even those who don't believe in God might need to take a page out of Paul's book. <laughs> mm-hmm. That, hey, sometimes you have to learn to satisfy with what you have enough or with what you get enough. Because sometimes we become um, depressed because things are not working out the way we want them to. And so, suppose you have a mindset that says, boy, you know, whatever, reach me now. Now I write to that, to know. Because if it reach me, is that I'm it, I'm i a can't something about it, I'm a can't not bought it. i a can't not bought it, then it means that I'm forgot to accept it. And so here Paul says that I'm not saying that um, that I'm not in need, but I've learned to be content in whatever circumstances. That's what he said. say. Then verse 12 says, I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in anything and every situation, whether well fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do everything to him who gives me strength. I'm saying, as far as Paul is concerned, he has a perspective that says, look here. I mean, this what happened to me. Um, one again, the content, two again, me satisfied. And uh, I believe that somebody higher than me can help me through this thing. The man said. Um, another passage. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 16 through to 18 says, Be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. See there? Another mindset and concept. Now somebody says, You can't be joyful always. I'm fine. But I'm only telling you, the mindset of this person it means that instead see the glass half full and not half empty and he is prepared to, to go into prayer to somebody higher than him to help him to deal with his issues Romans 8, 28 all things work together for good mm-hmm. uh, verse 31 says if God is for us who can can be, be against us, us. That's so true. and all I'm saying, persons of faith have used these passages to give them perspective. And the final one, First Corinthians ten thirteen, God does not give me more than I, I can, can bear. bear because He has provided a way of escape. Amen. Right? And so, all I'm just saying here, have faith in God. We have seen over and over persons of faith have gone through similar crisis, but they are able to pull through. Why? Because of their faith. Mm-hmm. Just then. So That's it is an option.
1: Hold that thought, Andre. Let's take a break. Singles Live is on the airwaves tonight. We're giving you some suggestions as to how you can cope with depression. We'll be right back. Getting ready to go back into our talk segment, and this portion of the talk segment is brought to you by Evergrow Garden Center. When you wanted to grow, call the pro. They are the experts located at 12 South Avenue in Kingston. Let them help you master your home gardening skills. And nurture beautiful, healthy plants is the perfect way to de-stress while you mow that gift of green thumb and encourage the love of nature in your family. And remember to follow us on our Instagram and Facebook pages at Evergrow Garden Centre. Let's get back to the conversation with Andre Allen Casey. Yes, Andre, so we looked at faith. Yes. And now... Yeah, go ahead.
3: Right. The next one I want to um, spend a little time on, I mean, not plenty, but to expect disappointment and discouragement. And that might mm-hmm. sound quite pessimistic. <laughs> it sounds very counter to, to how you can cope with depression. Mm-hmm. And, but, but the truth is, we have to be careful that we do not have what is called a anti-suffering mentality. Because the anti-suffering mentality um, basically says that nothing bad must ever happen to me. So each time something, some kind of disappointment occurs, then we not only become flustered, but we feel like we cannot manage. Or how could this ever happen to me? But suppose you live in in a world that recognize that the reality of life, and the reality of life says bad things are going to happen to good people. So, so if, if that is the case, that bad things will happen to good people, and the good person there could be you. Then, I'm not saying you walk up and down waiting for bad things to happen, but at least. You would not feel so overwhelmed or feel you cannot manage whenever a bad thing occurs in your life. So I am suggesting that we just recognize that teeth and tongue is going to meet. Let us recognize that every day that we go out, um, the possibility of something um, wrong or hurtful or disappointing or something of dis- discouragement is going to befall us. And so, with that expectation, we won't be shocked. Because of the way we view disappointments, and and Andre, we believe for the most part that we should never be disappointed. And especially if we have done everything to ensure a positive result and so i do believe it might be necessary for us to again accept certain realities about disappointment for example disappointments are independent of our feelings and our efforts that's the first thing it is independent of our feelings and efforts. so don't become despondent Discouraged, disappointed, um, and feel like you cannot move, immobilize. I can't believe this happened to me. D- don't, d- don't go there. And I'm saying if we recognize that just because we put in our best efforts, uh, um, it does not mean, just or better still, if we feel good. You know, we feel so good and on top of the world, uh, you know, we just feel like nothing can touch us. Then you're setting up yourself to get hurt. You're setting up yourself to become depressed. Another thing about disappointment, and then will move on to the next point. Disappointments come whether we expect them to or not. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so it might be useful that's all I'm saying for us to expect that um, everything is not going to go the way we want it to go things are going to happen and we are just going to have to have a mind a mindset that says how do I overcome this rather than allow it to overcome us my next our, maybe this can go straight into um, our next mm-hmm. suggestion, and that is to be alert to, to depression for situations. situations.
1: I like that one. I like that one very much. Now, and
3: and you can um, pick my brain on this, or or better still, better still, uh, make some suggestions either a you whether you are Andre. But I'm saying here that by anticipating the bad times and the sad times, and by being present, you know, each of us can prevent predictable depressions from becoming worse. What am I saying here? We need to figure out what it is that can take, that that we can take, And put up with. Mm -hmm. We need to figure that out. You know, take what you can or cannot put up
1: with. (laughs) But in order to know that, you see, in order to know that, Andre, one has to kind of, and and that is what is happening to to a lot of us, is that we don't um, introspect and we don't know ourselves to know and, and, and accept. That
2: yes, he. I was about to say that you, you um in a situation Excellent. like this you have to be. Honesty,
1: honesty yourself. and yeah. say, boy, no, sir. Me can't put up with that because you know, if me got on that part, of the dream, you know, this is what is liable to happen to me. The, the, that's one of my triggers. If I was to take, take on this, take on, it could be take on this man, mm-hmm. take on this job, um, take say yes to, yeah. um, to, 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 so to a situation, to a situation when you know deep down you should say no. You can't do, can totally. do it. That sort of thing. You have to know yourself. And know be honest limits. with yourself yeah. and know your limits.
2: Yeah. Excellent. Both of you. You're welcome. You're welcome.
3: You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have to be alert mm-hmm. to depression-prone situations. You know, say if you go down the road, the the probability of this happening to you is going to happen. And we... Uh, sorry. So this is not... That's the word I'm looking for. Um... Mm. All right. so again, again, put on the council hat and take it off. I taking it off now. And <laughs> oh, we so fool fool. All right, So a second. Look, put, on back put it
1: down, but no. No. <laughs> you, 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 you did not use your emotional intelligence. <laughs> no. 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 We,
3: we, 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 drive like lightning you're getting crashed like thunder. All I'm saying here, you know that you're doing certain things. You know that if, it, if, if, if you smoke this, or if you drink that, or if you sniff this, what, what's going to happen? You know if you can't hang your liquor, or what have you. And I'm not encouraging anything here. But all I'm saying here is about time you recognize what you can't take from what you can't take and stop, try, and look at what you're trying. You won't even try something that you think you can bail yourself out of. You try something that but you, you don't put in the water and don't even know how deep it is. And for crying out loud, you can't swim. You can't swim, you know? And I, and, and, and I go river, and I dive off like, with, like other people. And, and, and I guess that's what I'm saying here, that don't take on certain responsibilities. Don't take on certain conversations. Don't take on certain experiences that will interfere with you emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Mm-hmm.
1: Don't try to keep up it. with the Joneses. You know, don't don't run it. down no moving, boss.
2: <laughs> so, I have, a, I have an um, example. Well, I guess an example of that. So, recently, I took on a product photo shoot job
0: mm-hmm.
2: right but at the same time i still have like <clears throat> six different shoots that i haven't even started to edit as it and they're all due within the same time period up yourself. but, I, t- <laughs> but I, t- I took on this product show, you know um and it's due within the same time period as well good money Right? That was the that was the motivation or the drive to, to mm-hmm. take on the job, the, mm-hmm. the, the money. But then, you know, um, sitting down and trying to get everything done, and I realized, wow, this is very stressing. <laughs> this is stressful because yeah. it's a lot of work. I legit called back the client, apologized, refunded, gave back the products, and recommended somebody else, just knowing that it's it's just too much.
0: Mhm.
2: It's, it's, it's weird, too man. much, and I feel like you know things like, uh, as I said, just being aware and being honest with yourself, because um, that that could have led to um, bad business, you know, not delivering yes. on time, and then that leads to something else, you know, less business, you know, word of mouth and all of that, um, which go. lead to which which might lead to me getting all depressed and stressed out again and all of that, so. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Yeah, all, good, you're right. Good, excellent example. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Excellent example. Can't
1: yeah. Check you can't take
2: on more you can show. You're welcome, sir. You can contact more already. <laughs> 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 oh gosh!
3: Right. So, uh, our next point. I mean, that was so beautiful. I, we don't want the other subject from that. Mm-hmm. That was just a, a good. Good, good, excellent example.
1: Well, the the next one is learn to handle your anger and guilt.
3: Yes, ma'am.
1: See, some people
3: slide into depression because their minds dwell on past injustice and past failure. And so this may sound simplistic, but these people... Must seek to let go and to forget the past. They, they, they need to understand that they need to forgive those who have, you know, sinned against them, for lack of a better term, and forgive also themselves. You see, when people dwell on past events and wallow, for lack of a better term, but wallow in anger or wallow in guilt, you know, they become miserable. They become discouraged, and, and they can't even think objectively. And this only results in their physical, no, in their emotional and even physical pain. And so, once we learn to understand that, hold on a minute, I am the one that is angry. I am the one that is guilty or feel guilty. So, if I don't learn to admit to myself that this is what is happening to me, then I'm going to keep on asking other persons to make the adjustment for me to feel less less angry and less guilty. But suppose, then don't tell me sorry. Then we are filled with bitterness. And we are dream about them. And we are think about them. I we now allowed them now to not only come into our space, but even into our rest. Wow. And imagine the enemy are interfering from sleeping.
1: You can't sleep at <laughs> night.
3: Mm-hmm. Because you have so much anger inside of you. And then your blood pressure gone up. You know? And you develop communicable diseases. So you have hypertension.
1: You're losing your work. Saying, <laughs> <laughs>
3: all
0: all, all, all mm-hmm. I'm saying here, mm-hmm.
3: it, it, it makes sense. We're talking about coping with depression, you know. What we are saying here. Yes, there are some things that you must have control over letting go off, because when you keep these things, when you keep anger and guilt, you're poisoning not only yourself emotionally, but also your physical body. And then you wonder why you get sick so easily. It means it gets cooler in you know, an energy. You can't energy because you're in negative sleep, and your body can't recuperate. So, although your eyes them shut, you're tormented. So, I'm saying here, if we don't learn to handle um, our anger and our guilt, we're going to allow anger and guilt to consume us. And that's why we oftentimes find ourselves depressed. So as soon as we see the enemy, we, 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 we're vexed. We're in a good mood, we see them, we're vexed. It's well, I was about to say this, but I, 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 I say this, but, but don't do that. Don't do this. I again said this enough, but do not do it. <laughs> it's about time now, make them get the over you man. <laughs> 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 yeah you know let them start lose sleep over you no man sure
0: <laughs>
3: no no don't do that we're not right. inviting you to, to 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 bring pain to people but all I'm saying for crying out loud man um, start take care of yourself if you're in pain Relieve yourself of it. Don't ask permission to relieve yourself of pain. And so that is the recommendation I am putting to that.
1: Let me do this. Remember that this portion of the talk segment is brought to you by Evergrow Garden Centre. Remember, as Jamaicans, we must continue our efforts to grow what we eat and eat what we grow. And Evergrow is the ultimate one-stop shopping experience where you get everything for your farming, gardening, and growing needs. Call them up at 876-906-9916 or 876-906-9160. You can also follow them on their Instagram and Facebook pages at Evergrow Garden Centre. So let's move on to the next.
3: Okay, number five. Yes. Reach
1: halfway now. mm mm-hmm. Yes, another another one of my favorites. And this one is it's all about change the interpretation of your situation.
3: Excellent. Um in other words, if I remain a victim of my situation and I will never become victorious. You see, sometimes we overthink a situation and see the worst possible outcome, which oftentimes immobilizes us to the point of becoming paranoid and feeling even more helpless. And so my recommendation here is that we give ourselves a chance to believe that it is not the end of the world. Change your interpretation of the situation. Give yourself a chance to explore another option. Give yourself a chance to stop. Give yourself a chance to listen. Give yourself a chance to think. Give yourself a chance to observe and then do. Plan to grow from it rather than allow the bad situation to grow in you. Just say Amen. I's mm-hmm. <laughs> say it again. Plan to grow from it rather than allow the bad situation to grow in you. And that's why we become depressed, because we're not reframing the situation. We're not seeing how, boy, okay, this happened to me. I feel bad about it. But can I learn from it? What can I do differently going forward? That is how we're going to grow from it, you know. It grows in us now if we should say, why I can't believe this happened? Why I can't believe that the person did this to me? No, sir. I can't trust man again. I can't trust people. No, man, people are wicked know you allow the bad situation to keep you into a place where you remain a victim and that's why my first statement was if i remain a victim of my situation i will never become victorious so i have to decide that look here man um like god thank god I know it's about it about time mean, we learn to feel my way in the dark and stop there for granted that I never have light every day. So we know we should have things there. Next time of life go away. That's all I'm saying here. So we have to change our interpretation of our situation. And by the way, I don't allow people to dump their dis- disappointments and discouragement on you.
1: Hmm.
3: It's the next thing to We don't have it on the list, but we'll put it you in? You put
1: it in. Drop it in fast, fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes. Yes. Yes, sometimes, Andre.
3: You, 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 you have to recognize when you see people come with them load appear pain and, and, you know, and want to think ...pull you down while them must think. They won't even say, help me. They won't pull you down while them are think. Sometimes you have to say, no, sir. why? We can't seem like you, you know. So I can't help you to <laughs> swim. I throw it away. But it's true. And when they come and unload... ...them stuff on you... ...and expect you... ...you know, to... ...to, to, to, to cry like them. And just because you say, well... Um, I don't see it that way then the man so vexed with you vexed with you get cross, angry and miserable <laughs> your, <Yeah>. yes <laughs> I never thought of course you too. <laughs> because you're supposed to have bar like them you're supposed to have say hush you're supposed to have say I true may agree with you and uh, I want to have a beautiful pity party Mhm. and mm-hmm. just because they say no well I hear you and I'm sorry for what you're going through however have you considered this Then don't hear that you know, those folks who who like to say to you, you say, it is easier said than done. And uh, the, 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 they're not reframing, they're not changing their interpretation of their situation.
1: Something, let me just break right here, Andre. um Something that Ian was saying inside the, the chat. And he says, um and it was, this was prior to us having um get to having this the conversation at this point he says but Andre isn't it a prerequisite that you have that that you have to be in control of your faculties and have a rational bias to embrace these paradigms which keep us safe from these failings and I am saying, um, with, based on what Ian says, that don't you have to have control of your faculties in order to make those decisions?
3: By and large, yes. I'm just saying by and large, yes. Um, generally speaking, um, to answer the question directly, I'll say yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, just, I just want to add a little bit, and a little part that I'd like to add, is that you better believe that you have control over your faculty and not people telling you to have control over your faculty. That's the only thing I just kind of, that's only tweaking i add to it. Mm-hmm. You must believe that you have control, because if you don't believe it, then you're waiting on people saying to you, "Hey, you know you can't do it, the voice waiting on them. Suppose you don't hear the words, you can do it, or good job, or I believe in you. Suppose you don't hear those words. You're going to become depressed? My argument is whether or not you tell me, Anne or Andre, about my ability to overcome. Me already tell myself. I will. I will, mm-hmm. I must, I can. mm mm-hmm. But that's the only liquid thing so I agree with him and you no know, not even I shouldn't even want to tweak it because I' agree with him full stop. Uh, but but for but for other folks then not for him, i would say um i'll tweak it for them to 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 to, to understand the next level to his statement mm hmm
1: don't move, on to Don't move on to the next one. Reminding you that this talk segment is brought to you by Evergrow Garden Centre. Remember, their friendly staff is ready to help you with everything you need for your farm, your home gardens, your growing um, skills. Remember, they sell from the ceramic pots to seedling trays, seedlings, plants. Or kids, you name it, they have it. Greenhouse structures and so much more. Remember to like us on the Facebook and Instagram pages, and of course, keep continue keep listening to more talk segments inside Singles Live, courtesy of Evergirl Garden Center. We're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back. K O O L. So, just to keep our listeners awake, um, when the talk segment is finished, I have a little surprise giveaway for you. Yeah. Yes, yes, courtesy of Fargo's Honey. <laughs> you know, when you want to relax and you have in your tea, you can add a little bit of Fargo's Honey in your tea. So, um, later on, we'll be giving away a bottle of of Fargo's honey, natural honey, 100% honey coming from the parish of Clarendon. Chapelton to be exact. So listen up later on. You may be a lucky winner of a bottle of honey to keep you calm and cool. Um, you know, <laughs> no, Dre. no, no, it's for our listeners who are up with us at this time. So let's get back into the conversation with Andre Allen Casey, counseling psychologist. Yes, Andre, let's roll. So we are now at number six, which is, um, is it challenge you're thinking? Indeed. Challenge your
3: thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, to challenge our thinking, there are some questions that we need to ask ourselves. One of, one of those questions would be something like this. What is the evidence for the view that I am incompetent? What is the evidence? Another question that is closely associated with that question could be something like this. In what areas am I incompetent? And where am I more competent? And possibly the final question. Is it okay to be incompetent in some things? And... and I think you see, and um, that it is important for us to have this kind of conversation, because sometimes we can be we can come are hard on ourselves. We will believe that we must have success at whatever and, and whenever we make an attempt to achieve mm-hmm. the same.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And so sometimes we become depressed because. Uh, we did not expect to fail or don't believe that we should have failed. Maybe that's a strong point. Maybe it was an opportunity for you to learn what is it that you must not do. And so rather than dwelling on your failures, Change your thinking in relation to why you feel, how you feel, and even maybe that this is not one wall that you can scale. You have to use a ladder. You can't jump this. I jump, can't get over the wall, ya.
0: Yeah.
3: Right? They will climb the wall. Yeah. You can't jump it. That's all I'm saying. So just change your thinking. Change your thinking. Maybe if you find one shot at a wall now. And that's all I'm saying. Just, just, just change your thinking, though, rather than remain depressed because you have failed. You know, what people learn to challenge, are, let me start over. Let me say, when people learn to challenge their own thinking and that of others, this can also prevent or even reduce the severity of depression. Another thing I want to attach to challenge thinking is the idea of reforming our self-talk. Or re-inform, rather, our self-talk. Sometimes the reason why we are so depressed is because we are having the wrong conversation with ourselves. Hmm. We are saying that, why? I can't me I don't really expect to jump over the wall. Ya. But somebody say, then get a ladder, no? No, no, no. You must only jump over the wall. This wall, I jump over the wall. Everybody else can jump over it. Never look like me, no, in a sense. I put ladder panic. No sir. I'm going to have a, a conversation. I say, well, maybe because of my height and weight. <laughs> I, can, I can jump I can jump wall. hmm You know this wall is 12 feet high and and i'm four feet um 200 pounds it you know it it, it, it can be difficult to make a sharp foot then jump over this wall. so I maybe mean, need a springboard all, all i'm saying here though is to have a different conversation with yourself so that you can have a different kind of thinking Accept the certain realities about yourself, too. And it's not necessarily that you're incompetent, but you're not competent to do this. Therefore, you need a different means and mechanism to put in place, to, to aid you to get over this wall. Challenge your thinking, man. And don't allow the status quo around you. Because everybody do it this way. You feel so you have to do it that way
0: too.
3: Mm-hmm. No. That's why you become depressed too, man. did a child do long jump. When, in truth and in fact, yeah, a sharp jump, you need to have practice one.
1: <laughs> true, Andre. True. <laughs> I'm sorry. But sorry. that's true. Mm. Mm-hmm.
3: Let us move on to the next one here because eleven, o'clock not going catch me right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm challenging my thinking. <laughs> okay. What,
1: what else do you have? Number seven. Number seven, learn coping techniques. Learn coping, coping techniques. techniques. That is very important that you learn coping so, techniques. So. You
3: know, the some of these coping techniques. I must get straight into it. Self-soothing. What can you do, you know? What can you say um, to, to help you to feel better about yourself? That's what I mean by mm-hmm. by, by self-soothing. Um, and I'm not I'm not I'm not saying no. What people say about you can't help. But you're not necessarily relying on what people say because remember, it's self-soothing. What are you doing to comfort yourself through your five senses? Something to touch. Whether that's stuff, animal, or a, or a stress ball.
1: Stress ball, yeah. Stress balls are very good. Something to hear. Mm-hmm. Whether it be some kind
3: of music or meditation mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. Something to see, beautiful plants. We don't want to be a, mm-hmm. a, some kind of happy picture. Mm-hmm. Something to taste, mint tea. With honey, with honey. <laughs> what beauty, right? yes. I <laughs> 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 right, and then of course something to smell, with a lotion, or a candle, or some kind of perfume, self soothing. Mm-hmm. What are talking about coping skills for? Um, distraction. So we're giving you a different type of coping skills now. So write these down. I'm mean, not remember them. But distraction. You take your mind off the problem for a while. You know, and then since you're worried about it, and it's go going. Go and do something different. Go and enjoy yourself in the meantime. You know, go do a puzzle then. Go read a book. Do some crocheting, sewing, crossword puzzle, play saduki, play ludi, listen to music, go watch a movie. All I'm saying, do something that will distract you from your presenting issue you are presenting problem. Especially if you cannot do anything to change your situation. Coping skills. Mm-hmm. Because if you're well in your pain,
1: the pain game wala in you, and I remember um, this that I know, and and uh, you, you you see it. Uh, I mean, uh, a lot of authors have written about it. In order to get your mind off yourself, you 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 you, you throw yourself into service to others, so uh, you get it involved. Ra- <laughs> <enough. laughs> yeah, <Because laughs> that is that is my number eight. <laughs> no, my
3: number nine rather reach out to support others mm-hmm. so I don't reach this But yet but um, we mentioned distraction, the next one though is so we're talking about some coping skills mm-hmm. and coping techniques rather do the opposite action do the opposite action, in other words doing something the opposite of your impulse that, that that's consist, that is consistent rather with a more positive emotion. So just because you feel mad, you not to be as mad. Just decide say, I feel mad enough. But I do something different. I feel discouraged enough. You know? But you know say, once again you know, it again look like say, I'm happy. Uh, look, i happy. me do feel happy still enough. And saying have that conversation with you, with yourself, to do something, to do the opposite action account to how you feel. Do something funny, um, again. Watch a movie, book whatever. But do something different that will make you feel better, rather than giving in to the bad feeling that you're having. Um, have a have emotional awareness. You know, for example, a list or a chart of emotions, or or do a journal or do or, or writing or draw, drawing. That's all I'm saying. you know speak about how you're feeling. write it down if you need. Journaling. Um, have a crisis plan. What do I mean by that? If you, if, you, if you feel down, find some some kind of some kind of people. Go back to your point again, then, about finding support. Find some kind of people where, you know, you can call upon them and them can either hush um, and support you. But, but be careful that, you know, find some, some people that, boy, when they're done with you, you feel worse.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. So you have to be. You have to be. You have to. You have to be mindful of who you are going to. Um, you have to be mindful. Who you are going to speak to. Who you are going to allow into your space during that time. Yeah. yeah, really have to be very careful about that because, as you say, Andre, and this, this, I've seen this happen to so many individuals um, where it's almost like birds of a feather. Um, they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're reaching out to someone but not realizing that they're reaching out to someone who is almost like going through the same thing. It's like everybody's joining in a pity party. If you yeah. understand where I'm going, it's like, every, for some reason, you're reaching out to somebody, but you're reaching out to the set of first with the same energy then. Yes. So you have to be very careful who, you reach, who you reach out to um, during Excellent. that time.
3: And I want to add possible one final one, talking about learning um, coping techniques. You need to have a a mindset that says, and this is a term that, that my wife uses quite often and I like it. Born from her. This too shall pass. hmm This too shall pass. I have to tell you, sister, I, right now, I'm going to how, you know. And I a tunnel my experience, you know, and I like I have I tunnel here. Yeah. But this too shall pass. I don't know how. I don't have no strategy, nothing at all. Right now, look at it two. But these two, but the one thing I can tell you: these two shall pass.
1: It's not going to remain the same forever. <laughs> Thank you. Mhm. Mhm.
3: These two shall pass. And so, while if you believe that these two shall pass, then you need to start behaving like. It is passing. See, don't say this too shall pass. And recognize that you are in a tunnel. And stay in a darkness. So, may, so maybe you don't know what you but feel the way through.
1: Keep it moving. Keep it moving. hmm Keep it moving.
3: It might, for practical and purpose, if you tell yourself, say, well, let me say, oh, tomorrow will work out. You're right. Thank God, it, they give yourself a chance to see tomorrow, because tomorrow it worked out. As again says, boy, me no not know do. We did no. know.
1: Mm-hmm. This is it mm-hmm. for me.
3: This too shall pass. So just because you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, does not mean that the light is not there. This too shall pass. My next point, what's Mm -hmm. my next point? Find support. You know, less lonely and isolated people are less inclined to get depressed by the way, or, or even attempt suicide and so church groups and other social institutions can become therapeutic where people feel welcome and they feel accepted but here's something about finding support it's very difficult for people to support you if you don't go look for them Because sometimes people are not going to know that they need support, so they may not come and find you. And this is why I mentioned that just because you feel this way, you must act differently, you must act opposite to your feeling. It's about me really feel bad now. And although I don't want nobody around me, I never find somebody to be around me. <laughs> Yes, man. Time support, man. And as you rightly said, though, we have to be kind of be selective of what that support looks like, because sometimes we might end up with somebody that believes that that takes advantage of of the fact that we are vulnerable at this point in time.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So. We have to be mindful of that. Which then means that we have to be quite selective in relation to the kind of friendships that we have. I have a theory that I've developed. I call it Truth and socks. And shoes and Sucks says, speaks to your relationship with people. Hmm. Just think about the more vulnerable you feel, you can walk barefooted. Not true. If you feel safe,
1: you know walk barefooted. Not true. Talk to me, Anne. If I feel safe, I'm going to walk barefooted? Yes. Yes. You're, yes. you're not expecting to do anything. No, to. I'm not expecting to do me. Right. See, because you feel you you feel mm-hmm. safe. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying some
3: relationship. Because if you feel so safe with these people, you can't walk barefoot with them. You have a relationship.
1: You better put on your slippers. Not so, no, Andre. Slippers, slippers you can't no. take no chance in slippers. You better get some, some what they call booga the boots boot with some iron, with a little iron, something at the front. <laughs> <laughs> Safety boots, they're called. <laughs> What's that? It's because now we're bringing people there. I'm not getting what I'm saying.
3: Don't when you when you feel depressed, um, look for the persons that you know you can maybe a foot with, how we a with them. Look for those person, but be careful that you don't go wear socks when you should have put on one boot. On <laughs> mm-hmm. the Allen Casey. Yeah. Susan socks. I know people are going to wrap something, but San unfortunate. But anyway, I can move on.
1: <laughs> Dre it down. No. <laughs> Dre's <writing>. <laughs> <laughs> Dre run with that already. <laughs> Remember, it
3: is... Andre, the psychologist, not the DJ. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: what To the DJ come
1: with our <laughs> shoes and socks with
3: Okay. And uh, it looks like I'm coming down to the penultimate. Yes. But reach out to support others. You know, Alcoholic Anonymous has shown conclusively that needy people help themselves when they reach out to assist others. You know, this is called the helper therapy principle. It states that those who reach out to help others are the ones who benefit and are helped the most. You see, when there is a willing attempt and to help others, including depressed people, then everybody benefits and depression may be reduced. And so what we are saying here is that if you feel depressed, in as much as you may not want it around you, distract yourself by helping somebody who might be depressed themselves. Mm -hmm. Distract yourself. Because remember we talk about distraction also, you know, as one of the tips, you know. And so what we are saying here, distract yourself, man. You know, um, set out to say, OK, I'm, I'm let, let me go do something different. Let me go help somebody. Let me go join some food, for some, some social clubs that, 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 that can be beneficial and helpful to people. Let me do something. And what we are saying here, what we have found is that in the helper-therapy principle, um, even you who feel depressed, the fact that you're helping somebody, you feel re-energized because Mm -hmm. you feel that you have lent support to somebody in as much as you feel like you need to help yourself. And finally, encourage physical fitness. You know, Since poor diet and lack of exercise can make people um, depression prone, um, what we're saying here is that individuals can, encor- can be encouraged by not only words, but also by examples of taking care of, them, of their own bodies. It would be simplistic to assume that this could completely prevent more serious physical-based depression, but it is well known that a healthy body is less susceptible to mental as well as physical illness. So we're saying, learn to breathe. Mm -hmm. Learn to breathe, you know, learn to to, to breathe and, and, and do some walking and exercising and keeping the body fit. And eating properly, these are just some some tips that we are suggesting, and want to appeal to those folks who might feel depressed to so, um, try and utilize these things, because you have to see yourself taking care
1: of yourself. yourself. And um, for me, one of my favorite um, go-to is when, you f- when I feel like I'm feeling a little bit down, I find a place and an attitude of gratitude. Yeah. Yes, an I'm attitude of there. gratitude I find something to be grateful for. Excellent. And that um, really gets me out of that um, rot. Yeah, so I don't allow... Uh, my thoughts and my actions and people's action to send me in a state of depression and once you are cognitively healthy (laughs) according to ian once you're cognitively healthy then you realize that it is your responsibility to take care of yourself as andre allen casey says it is your responsibility to take care of yourself and you will do facts and you will do what it takes to take care of you as an individual. So Andre Allen Casey, thank you so much for the insight and the teachings and the techniques and the suggestions. I hope that our listeners listened keenly and, um, you know, make notes and, you know, take what, take the suggestions and use them. Just don't hear them, but utilize them and so that you don't find yourself in um deep depression okay andre thank you very much and be safe and rest well
3: i will do my part
1: yes singles live on the nation's coolest cool 97 fm cool
0: 97 radio